Hey guys, welcome back to the Bo Knows Stuff podcast. Really excited for this one. Uh, we've got some great responses already. People connecting with Jerry after this one uh, reached out to me to see if they can touch base with him. He shared a lot of great insights. I had a little bit of uh, internet problems on my side, I guess, and uh, it seemed to come out great in the, in the recording. Uh, if you don't know Jerry Durham, physical therapist, he is front desk success. He is the man with marketing, getting those systems set up. If you have somebody you need to train at the front desk, this is the guy uh, that you want to check in with. He's a huge Rage Against the Machine guy, so that's what I got going in the back here. Uh, very prolific on Twitter. Uh, he's, he's a big deal on Twitter, folks. Uh, check him out there, the name and PT at the end. Uh, very easy to find everywhere. His YouTube channel, he's sharing a lot of great content, again, around building those systems of how to convert some of your leads uh, into sales. And again, if you're in any kind of service industry, uh, this is a great podcast to listen to. Change some of the thinking about traditional ways that we market ourselves and have systems in place to get folks into our systems, get those outcomes in the way, get them uh, right on the same page as you. So I'm going to stop rambling, let him take it from here. Check out Jerry Durham on Bono Stuff. On Facebook, YouTube. All right. We are live here with Jerry Durham, PT. You don't like when people say Durham, do you, Durham? No. Durham, no. <laughs> eh, no, no, no. It's all right. It's, I, you know, it was so funny. People always used to say Bull Durham, and I thought that was stupid, but the older I get, the more I like it. So. <laughs> That's a great one. That's a great one. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Tim Robbins, made my wife watch Shawshank Redemption last night, first time there ever. There you go. That's got, first time ever. That's got, she's never uh, seen it, yeah. Oh, my Lord. So she she was foreign raised well, from Lebanon, so it didn't make oh, okay. it out there. But uh, yeah, All right. I'll yeah, we were like, oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah, uh, you had never seen it, so we got to make you watch it. And uh, yeah, we, it was good. It was good. So we are here, Jerry Durham, PT, front desk biz success. Cr real quick bio: He's been in it twenty five years plus. Has done everything but peds and neuros, as he proclaims, and every job within the PT physical therapy space, from the front desk to uh, cleaning and <laughs> all that good stuff, right? The billing uh, department, you name it, dude. It. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've connected a few times in this kind of small-ish physical therapy world. Uh, the last time we saw each other in person was at the Aaron LeBauer Mastermind in San Diego. He was the keynote speaker, if you will. Um, and he was given out a gift, ironically, at the time, which was one of my wife and I is one of our like favorite books, uh, Courage to be Disliked. Right, that was the one, and uh, you were giving that out to everyone attending. I was like, we already have this, but we'll we'll take the extra copy. Um, if anyone hasn't read that book, highly recommend it. Uh, Courage to be disliked, just a cool way to think about some aspects of life, struggle, business. You can incorporate it with a whole lot of uh, elements. So, uh, coming back to Bono stuff here. Uh, again, I'm always struggling with this as a, an entrepreneur, as uh, somebody trying to sell health and longevity, and something that. Uh, the dog might start barking, guys. I apologize in advance if that happens. Um, she's still getting used to our new digs here in Colorado, so she's protecting the block. Um, but yeah, so I'm always struggling as an entrepreneur of how to sell what I do. Who am I focusing on? Uh, this And this is a problem, I think, with a lot of physical therapists. And I'll, I'll go ahead and say, and Jerry can chime in here, chiropractors versus physical therapists, right? PTs tend to be very bad salespeople. We don't get any training in school. Chiropractors, as, as a kind of uh, stereotype, if you will, tend to be much better salespeople. Um, and so that's where guys like Jerry, uh, and they are few and far between, come into play and are saying, hey, there's a better way to do this. Like, I'm kind of, I've, I've gone through it, and let me, let me help you kind of understand some better steps to take. So tell us, man, where, where do we start? Where We were talking about a little before, like, uh, yeah, where, where do we want to start with all that? Yeah, I love how my name popped up on StreamYard from what I posted last time. You see what it says? The time Hashtag is now. time is now. Yeah. yeah, I think it works. I didn't realize. I thought <laughs> I thought maybe I typed that in for this, but then I was going, wait a minute. No, that was the last time I used it. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's interesting business-wise. So one of the upsides of uh, of what you mentioned in the intro is me, is me uh, doing every job in the office and when i started my business it took me a while after i had my first handful of employees to realize that hey i 
am the only one here who's done every job in the office, which I wasn't saying from an ego perspective. I was just saying from a context perspective of, hmm, I'm glad I've done every job because I can sit down with everybody and think about what, what their role is in this bigger picture. And I think the first thing we have to do is step back. You know, your 1% idea, Bo, that I like a lot and you uh, told me beforehand, you know, in order to be successful, probably in life in general, but we'll keep it to business side and all these books back here, right? All these books back here are mostly. I'll, I'll show um, my, I'll show my book collection too. I mean, about, uh, <laughs> about successful business, right? Yeah, there you go. There, there we go. go. There I we mean, go. we all got to so, start a little, somewhere. Little bit. Well, and yeah, by the way, uh, I will be the first. Yeah, I will be the first to say it's not quality or sorry, it's not quantity and nor is it quality. It's your execution, right? What do you implement from the book you've read? So even with all those books you see back there, my goal over the last couple of years, I'm back in a buying mood, but for about a year or so was just to make sure I reread anything I thought applied. And then my goal was to immediately implement from that book. So just a little side note. But back to what we were talking about, a successful business, all successful businesses do three things. And here, here's my big takeaway. And here's my 20 years worth of trying to figure out and run a business. And this is my big takeaway. And this is where all my training and where all my work and where all my headset comes from is number one, people understand all successful businesses understand who they are serving and who they can serve best. And I always love the example of Apple because Apple is like the fifth richest company on the face of the earth. And yet Google, when you guys, uh, maybe now or maybe later, Google Apple's market share. Apple owns no market. That's the interesting thing. They own no market. Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull pull up anything. Uh, I'm, doing, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, dude. I'm doing it right now. They they are at a 23.4% share of the market in the second quarter of 2020. So that's uh, just the think about that. One. The fifth richest company on the face of the earth only owns 23% of the market, right? So <clears throat> you know everybody thinks Apple is famous or popular because so many people buy them. It's like no, no, they don't. They know who they serve, and they know exactly what to serve them with, which is number two. So number two, every great company understands who they're serving. And number two, they understand what the service is they're going to deliver to those people. I think we do it backwards all the time. I'm a physical therapist. I'm a manual therapist. So I'm going to deliver manual therapy to everybody. And I'm like, wait, identify first who can benefit it from you know from whatever you think you can do go that mindset first because selling manual therapy to everybody won't work selling manual therapy to the people who want it will work immensely so if we go in this order and again we're talking about this one percent rule that you talk about bo and if we're going to do one percent work tomorrow first thing it has to be on is who can you serve and doing every bit of work and i still I've got, by the way, I've got clients right now with multiple sites who don't understand who their client is they're serving. So again, they're throwing yeah, it's, it's, everything I'll, out there, right? Yeah, I was going to say it's very possible to still be busy and successful uh, with a lot of different marketing and, and strategies like that without being in, in line with a lot of this stuff. But long-term success, I think, is, is what we're talking about as well as being more... Uh, fruitful and purposeful in what it is you're doing and being fulfilled. Yeah. And uh, that was actually our, my very last podcast with Rowan Minion of the awesome. uh, supplement company Blonix, where they're, thanks to COVID, they're redoing their kind of purpose um, and having redefined that as a supplement company. They're not just saying, hey, we want to get protein out there to people. It's saying we want to help these athletes achieve their goals and then help people recover better so they can stay healthy, similar to, again, what a lot of PTs and things talk about. But that's anyone uh, wants to check out that last episode number, I believe this is number 35. You're number 35. 35, me. Jesus. <laughs> so, oh, that's yeah. All good. <laughs> no, that, that, that's a great example. It's a great example. And so who you're serving and who you can serve best will evolve, but you got to start somewhere. So again, the one thing to do, you want to start your business is figure out who you're going to serve. Step two is what service are you going to deliver? 
right? So when, once you put in your time and energy and money to figure out who you can best serve, then figure out what you're going to serve them with, right? And so, you know, I had started a new company recently and had a idea about what people need, but we didn't go forward with it based on the product. We went forward with it after I started to identify and talk to people and ask them about the product and figured out who needed it and Mm -hmm. who didn't. So who is it we can serve best? Who is it we serve? So that ideal client. Then I said, yeah, this is an idea we need to roll out. Everybody's got a great idea for something everybody needs that just fails immensely. Yeah. Because we don't identify the people who will buy it, need it, want it, right? Live and breathe it. So number two is the service. Then number three, which shouldn't surprise people who know me, is number three is you must map out that ideal client's journey within your business, right? The the client life cycle, the client journey, the patient journey, the patient life cycle. And if you do those three things in that order, then you will save, again, Right, whether it's one percent of the work or whether it's about being efficient, because by the way, the work you put in today on that ideal client will return an immense ROI. Because otherwise, right, all those marketing dollars, all everything else, all the sales process you put together. This is what's interesting: the best marketing and the best sales process marketed and sold to the wrong person is useless. And then you'll believe your marketing program and your sales process is broken when actually it's the people you're bringing into the process are not the right people, right? And then understanding their journey again within your business, right? That means all lead sources. Where are people coming from? How are people finding us, right? Are they walking in? Are they calling? Is it a web form, right? How are we going to manage this life cycle within our company so that we can create a, what I call happy client, happy customer, happy patient. Totally. That's it. That's it. It's that simple. It's just that simple. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. And, and again, what, one of the reasons I was really excited to get you on here, I mean, I, uh, along those lines, I talk about the journey in general of clients of also saying, hey, we're on this journey together. So when I oh, work right, with somebody yeah. on nutrition, so a little different take on it, but, uh, and I actually use in my newsletter, the Buddhist symbol for enlightenment and it's a journey and it's very kind of big and wild and everything. And then eventually to get to that enlightenment, it it narrows down to our ultimate goal of whether it's enlightenment in Buddhism, spirituality, um, or in healing your knee pain. um, If that's the ultimate goal, there is this process of whatever's going on and it's never going to be, or rarely is a straight line. Um, and, And so it's understanding that and then, yeah, setting those expectations. And I think that's one of the biggest things, um, and I'll be selfish and, and I'm going to use my, my own practice, uh, which is mo- 100% online right now. I just landed in Colorado. I might start doing some work here with different folks. As, as I'm networking too, it's, it's tricky for me to even say, hey, like this is what I do. I'm still refining that message. I feel like I'm going to be refining it forever. Hopefully, I kind of narrow it down to my elevator pitch. But uh, bottom line is, yeah, that journey is kind of the part that I say, um, you know, we have to understand where you are in terms of your health journey. Um, and and that's also my downfall of saying, I think every human being can fall within this system I've created. But again, if you start uh, marketing to everyone, you're going to get no one is, is the uh, cliche saying, right, in sales. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a question of narrowing it down to what I end up in reflecting on my own business. Again, I'll keep being selfish here. This is my podcast, so I can do that. Um, so uh, selfishly, when I reflect on the people that end up uh, coming to me without uh, and almost being like, can you help me? Not, hey, what is it you offer? That kind of thing. It's uh, people who have failed seven other approaches, whether it's with their knee pain or, and it's continuing to b- bug them. And they failed with chiropractic. They failed with injections with orthopedic surgeons, or they've been told they might have surgery. Um, and, or they, with weight loss, when they're coming to me with that, they failed with Shakeology and Weight Watchers and, and the Zone Diet and the Paleo and, and Whole30 and all that stuff. And they're like, I, you know, I've tried it all. You know, and and obviously the answer is you haven't tried everything because you haven't tried me. Um, I'm different, right? And and it's continuing to to refine that message. But I guess the question then comes back to you of of yeah, is it is it just coming back to really narrowing down who are you going to serve and and well, yeah, you just did a great you you just did a great example there of talking about those people and learning all those things you said about them 
are playing into who your ideal client is. So then, right, let, let, let's take this, take this example and think about the patient life cycle, right? Because this patient life cycle is phases, right? And it's phases that overlap with marketing, with sales. So first thing we got to do is get the word out to the people that we can serve that we're here. So what you just described, Bo, who, no, you, <laughs> you, um, just described was um, fine-tuning who that is you want to target and who you want to get the message out. So then, you know, again, whether it's in a magazine or whether it's anywhere, it's, hey, have you tried these, you know, and you bullet point those things, right? Paleo, right? So how are you doing today? You haven't found the right solution, have you? Right, you know, contact me and, you know, and then whatever else, because those are the people you want. Whereas you might say, you know, other people are just going off for anybody, anybody looking to lose weight. Hey, you looking to lose weight? Contact me. Where you, your message is more niche down and going to, you're not going to get all the people looking to lose weight. You're only going to look to get the people who have tried and failed things. And we could argue in that if someone coming through who hasn't tried any of those, might think, hey, if I go try all those first, is it just Dr. Bo, the guy I have to contact? Maybe I'll contact him, right? And then we move them into the sales process. But still, you will find the person that's the right fit for you because you will be putting out a more succinct, niche-down marketing message, which I love. The best way to improve your sales process is have a better marketing program that yep. finds the people that are the right fit. That's the yep. best way to make your sales process easier. So yeah, so you nailed it. One other thing you said you started with, I want to piggyback on, is what's interesting. We come from a profession where we learn that the product is our plan of care. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's so funny, right? Every patient's on a journey with us, whether it's one visit or whether it's fucking 300. Oh, can I say fuck? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> whether it's three, it. yeah. Whether it's 300 <laughs> visits, and yet we don't take a step back and go, well, we're on a journey with them, but they're on a journey with our business. And the, that's the journey within the journey. And I don't want to sound, this isn't spiritual or anything else, but it's just pulling out what we know and we do every day during an evaluation. It's funny how much a patient life cycle in general is exactly like a physical therapy evaluation. And so right. it's interesting how people have such a difficult time comprehending this and they have difficulty implementing it when I'm like, you do it every day. Your PTs do it every day, mm -hmm. right? And retention think, well, and things like I that. Can, That's all built into the way we're trained. But yet when it comes to yeah. business, we forget about it all. Yeah, I mean, my, I guess, pushback or reflection on that is, again, we're in the traditional medical model, right? So we're used to doctors referring to us saying, hey, this person has back pain. I expect you to do McKenzie, you know, flexion-based program or extension-based program. So that becomes our, we're relying on that. And then we have that plan and like it, it becomes this lack of selling the outcome. It's, it's, it's just, you're built into that system. Whereas chiropractors, again, not to pick on it, but it's, as an interesting example, and I think there's always takeaways here is uh, they, they were an alternative to the medical process. They came out as physicians, chiropractic physicians, and they're saying, we can help you do everything you need, right? And, and they, they're an alternative to healthcare. Um, and so without going too far down that political side of it, or whatever you want to call it, um, I think it's interesting to, to come back to kind of what we're, we're, we're talking about here of what if I'm if I go to, to Jerry and say, hey, uh, if you pay me $3,000 right now, I'm going to save you $100,000 in diabetes or total knee replacement or whatever. It's just, it's difficult for me to sell that. It's not sexy and I think it's very, it's not in front of your face. So when we're talking about the process, if it's somebody who's on that verge of, and again, me saying, I've seen people go to Shakeology and people are always asking me like, what about, uh, yeah, again, keto or what about uh, doing ART or what about doing this? And I say, okay, cool, like that's a temporary solution. Um, and, and again, in terms of marketing to that person, for me to say, hey, why don't you try my system first and again, if you pay me $3,000 now, I'm going to save you all this hassle down the line. It's changing that marketing. And, and again, that's where I'm struggling to maybe get to that even first step of saying, I'm, and some people are saying, I only work with triathletes or I only work with right. golfers. Right. right? Which, is the, back to, which is back down. to identifying that niche. Right. 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 But versus me saying, you know, again, I can help 
70-year-old grandma, I can help 25-year-old college athlete or whatever, um, and saying, look, here's my system. Uh, I understand that the messaging is, is becomes cloudy. Um, and, and again, but it's, it's saying, you know, uh, if I can get you stronger, if I can look at your, uh, you know, head to toe fitness, and that's where my whole brand of fit care, I'm trying to redefine fitness. Maybe I'm aiming too high or maybe I'm aiming. Well, here, let, let, you know, let, I, let's I step back. High, let's step back. Cause you said a couple things that need to be addressed. So this selling the outcome is over it, it's people oversimplify it and it's more complex okay because here's the deal research sorry, in I, missed, healthcare. I missed uh the it's oversimplified you you went in sorry jerry you were sorry jerry you went in and out a little bit there i don't know so, if it was on the so this, or whatever, but this that's whole, all right so you, uh, what i lost i lost john it was oversimplified the this whole sell the outcome is oversimplified If people wanted the Got outcome, it. why the right? So they're calling you for the outcome. Let's not forget this. That this is what's baffling to me, and this is why we need to open our brains up. Let's think about this. Most people who call us, as you already gave great example, can get s- solutions anywhere. By the way, let, let's use the best example: back pain in America. There are multiple solutions. I am a physical therapist. There are multiple solutions out there. So why will people pick you, right? Well, first off, they have to know they found the right place. So now we're back into, and this is the same stuff I talk about every freaking week. Go back to my last three Facebook Lives or my last three, uh, you just watch one. Go back to my last three YouTubes, right? First off is what do people want? Now, this is their desired outcome. If I know that, I got to know that. Cool. Cool. Your desired outcome. What's up? Sorry, Jerry. You're, you're still, you, <laughs> I missed that last like minute. It was still going in and out. I don't know if. Uh, I'm again, good I'm on my end. My, my I don't know if it's. A, yeah. Okay. I, so it, might, it might be my end. Um, so uh, it, it's just going in and out a little bit. Uh, so uh, sorry, I'll have, ask you to repeat the last like minute again. And if it keeps happening, we can, uh, I don't know, figure it out. But I think it, it might be because she's doing a, a Zoom session upstairs too. Uh, bad, bad scheduling on our end here. Hopefully not. But yeah, can you repeat that last minute? Sorry. Yep. And give me the hand signals again if you need to, because that's, that's what yeah. I saw. <laughs> so, so selling the desired outcome is oversimplified, right? Yet. Yes. It's what we need. It's part of a process. This is like everything else. Selling the desired outcome is part of a process. But yet they called you for that outcome. So if we just think, yes, I can help you, right? So it's part of a process. What, what do they want from us? That's their desired outcome. And let me use the PT model. You know, I need, right? I have low back pain. Well, cool. There's fucking 500 providers in town who can get rid of low back pain. So what is it you're looking for, Jerry? Tell, tell me what your goals are. Tell me what's going on. Well, you know, and they share their story. They can't go to CrossFit and they have 45 minutes of pain in their low back every morning when they get up. Well, now we're not the solution, right? The solution is not fix my low back pain. The solution is now get me back to CrossFit and get rid of my morning pain. Cool. So, right, we're back to what you're saying. So what do they want? That's the desired outcome. Cool. I can deliver that. And then we stop there. So pay me 3000 bucks. And it's like, no, right, that's but just how does one that step. No, no, hold on. Let, let me go through. So that's one yeah. step, the want. Now we have to go in, what do you expect, right? So, so what do you think will get you better, right? So now we start talking this. Then during their, during their time of telling me what they want and what they expect, I can start to sell, follow along, I can start to sell what I can deliver, right? This is the quality care I talk about. Everybody's like, oh, we have quality care here. We help everybody. And it's like, no, you don't. And nobody's buying quality care. So I have to define it. So you say you want to get back to CrossFit. I've tried these things. And in the past, I've done this. And I start to talk about how I can deliver the results you want. So I must make sure they understand what they will get from me. And what they will get from me in this context of our first phone call is they will get an evaluation that I will take them through that will tell us 
right, through my skills, how long the journey will be with me, how frequent you have to come, how often you have to come, what you may or may not have to do during that time, what it's going to take to get you back to CrossFit and get rid of that morning pain. And so what it is they're buying, by the way, here's what I'll tell you right now. What people in physio and massage anywhere are buying is the plan of care. They're not buying the outcome. They're buying the journey. They know it's going to be a journey. So they're buying you, work with me here, to take them on a journey to their desired outcome. So think about how you just presented that last situation to me. And again, if we break it down to the process of what I need to do, first, I need to understand what you want from me. Once I get that, that's only the beginning of this conversation of if we can work together. So the more information I can put out down out front, further upstream about who I can help, then the better the phone call I get. Remember, I told you the better... The way to make your sales process easier is get better people calling, meaning they're the right fit for you. So once I understand what they want and what they expect in their healthcare plan journey, then I can share how I can get them there. Because what they're looking for, follow along here, they're looking for an expert to get them to that desired outcome. That's the plan of care. You must sell yourself as the expert who can come alongside them and get them to the desired outcome. By the way, they tried all those other things, right? You spelled it out. So I had all these other things, right? Didn't work out, right? Well, what was your outcome, right? Well, how did they, you know, how, what did you expect from it? How did they manage you during this time? All those things play into how you are different and what you can sell them on and why you can then ask for $3,000 from them. But until we have all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? I do this all the time, right? I do the secret callers, people scheduling me for physical therapy on Tuesday at 1030 for low back pain. I'm like, how much is that worth to you? $20, $30? Probably not even that. If I schedule you at 1030 on Thursday with Dr. Bo, who has helped many people get back to CrossFit, and has gotten rid of morning pain for people, and he's currently helping people just like you, and I have an appointment at 1030 on Thursday for you, now how much will you pay for that? You'll pay more than $20, $30, $50, right? But I've also sold you as the expert who can get them back and will manage them on their journey, and they can only know what the journey looks like if they arrive for that evaluation, and get to the plan of care that you're going to outline for them. So something like you're just talking about, you get someone on the phone, you must have a template for what their journey will look like. So you say, so Jerry, I hear you failed all these things. I heard these are the things you need. Let me show you my process and the journey you would be on with me. Now I got something to buy, dude. But weight loss? Fuck, dude, I just stop buying so much fucking food. So why am I going to spend my money with you, right? And I'm serious about this. Weight loss is even, to me, is even worse than low back pain, meaning you can get a solution for low back pain anywhere. Most weight loss, we can get a solution anywhere for. So why you? Why you? You. I'm pointing that way, but... Yeah, backwards camera, yep. There we go. (laughs) Um, for anyone watching, that's fun. Well, that yeah, make I mean, sense? I struggle. Does that make sense? It does. It totally does. So yeah, let, let totally me go back. Let, let me tie it back to what I was saying. That comes back to understanding my ideal client, right? And what I'm going to serve them with is whatever, right? What do CrossFitters, you know, if, if I'm going to serve the CrossFit population, what? Because really the product I'm selling is the same. It's the same for everybody. That's the dirty little secret. The product is the same. Yes. The expert. You're selling the expert who will come alongside them to take them on their journey to their desired outcome. That's what you're selling. Start looking at it that way and watch it change. Perfect. Perfect. Um, But that, so that's my, I guess, pushback is, or I I assume I know the answer to this, but I do want to confirm. So again, I was just in like Orange County where I found this to be much more prevalent, Orange County, California of, um, comparing against chiropractors and so uh you start talking to somebody about their back pain oh my my chiropractor's great i've been going to them for 10 years so again if you have that 
eight going on in the back. You take the Tylenol. We, at, at the lizard brain, the human brain, totally understand. And again, we're not here to criticize, but it's saying uh, if I can go in to see uh, Dr. Nick, the, the, the chiropractor, uh, and he can pop me and I walk out of there and I feel better, like that's all I care about, right? And if, even if I have to keep doing that and it costs me X amount or it goes through my insurance, if I can keep doing that. So you're saying like that, those are the people we should just not necessarily well, give up. If I ran people, into but, someone, if you're talking to this person and they say, hey, I'm looking for a solution, but I'm happy with my Cairo, they're obviously not happy. And by the way, you can insert any healthcare provider in there. Right, right, um, yes, right. So the question is, if I'm having a casual conversation with someone who brings up their back pain and they're really happy with their provider and they tell me that, I'm like, cool, good. So you're happy with all that? Yeah, doing all the things you love? Yeah, that's the solution you want? Yeah, fuck, dude, we're moving on to the next goddamn conversation. Let's talk yeah. baseball. No, yep, that, yep. that is not, yeah, yep. that, right? This whole thing about trying to, you know, just low price, trick people in answering their phone, trick people into coming in, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that. No, it's like, if that's the solution, remember, what do you want? Well, I, I, want, a, I want a quick, simple, cheap result. Cool. Right. Cool, you found it. Awesome, good right. for you. Now right. let's go worry about the other billion and a half people who have low back pain right i mean yeah. right so yeah, that person like that there. that's fine dude and the more conversations you have this is the other thing right well, i talked to five people this week you didn't say this but i talked to five people this week and no one's my client i'm like no shit hmm. so go talk to a thousand people and right. guess what you'll find enough people to fill your clinic yep definitely or your business so so this whole thing so, right, I said, understand your ideal client, understand what you're going to serve them with, build out their life cycle, and then be everywhere and be a solution for people. Right. Right. Whether it's the YouTube, by the way, the YouTube page, the Facebook lives, the giving out the 10 point checklist, all that. I mean, I do that for everybody. It's, it's, it's what people need to be successful. Anybody who has the time and energy can get every solution people pay for with me through my YouTube page. So if someone wants to go through there and put that all together and incorporate it in their business, more power to them. And if they want to get on the phone with me for 15 minutes and ask what order they should go in, I'll show it to them. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah, by the way, mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? It's like, why wouldn't I? Yeah. yeah well, be we successful. A, we jumped on a call at the beginning of COVID. You were, you put that out on Twitter and I said, mm -hmm. yeah, let's, let's jump on a call. Right. Um, and even you had the the podcast series from like two three years ago, which I'm healthcare disruption podcast, right? Right. You have a, you have a different one now. Is that oh, no, no, no? The YouTube versus the, the YouTube podcast. Now. Actually, yeah. I think I'm going to kick the podcast back in probably in another month or two. Yeah. Well, for anyone interested, I believe to your point, like you had the seven part series there. I'm looking at the yeah that front desk oh, series. Now, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, you know it was the master class, if you will, that people would probably pay. X amount for and, and you just said, I'm just going to put it out there and put the value out there. And, you know, uh, that's that's what that's the impact Jerry wanted to make. So. Um, so, knowing, again, knowing that's back to your right like that. And it, it is it's it is all out there. It, that's back to the original point of. Right. If I understand who my ideal client is and someone who walks up to me and says, I have low back pain, then I'm going to find out. Oh, really? How's it going for you? Right. What do you want? I want short term, quick, cheap solutions. Right. That's cool. not there's for a me. Cool. Yep. There's a That's million out me. there. So what's what, my and by the way, I might even ask a follow up. Have you found it? Yeah. Right. Cool. Right. I'd go good because if yeah. not, I can help you find it. Dude, right. I, I've told you that story. I answered all the incoming new patient calls in my business for a year. When you told me no at the end of the process, no, you were choosing not to schedule with me. I offered to help you find the right clinic in town. Right. Every yep. single person. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The other, the other th quote that that reminds me of is Henry Ford's uh, quote of, you know, if I'd asked my people what what they wanted, they, we would I would have built a faster horse, right. right, instead of building the car. So I mean, that's the thing is is uh, that I keep coming back to of knowing my product, knowing what I want to sell, knowing what I think people need, and saying, okay, I'm going to keep, you know, I'll, I'll find those people. They're they're out there, and if they need to go and waste x amount of time, years. Uh, you know, continuing to get the condition worse, you know, I'll be there when they're ready. Uh, and that's the thing is, you know, saying, hey, if you just want, you know, that quick crack in the back and, and you know, that's fine. 
you know, you're, you're never addressing the root cause of what caused that back pain. Again, that's where we're going to differ until you're ready to have well, that conversation well, with me, which unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Let's think back to what you were talking about. So let's do this right now. So let's say you find a local magazine in Colorado, right, for fitness people, which is probably not difficult. You could run an ad. You could run an ad and say, "Hey, I'll be there. I'll be there when you need me. I'll wait." Yeah, yeah. Right. You could, you know, which would be a brilliant ad in my opinion, because everybody will go, "What am I waiting for? Why would I wait? Right. Wait, what mm-hmm. am I wasting?" Right. And you go, "I'll wait for you." I do for everybody. Why wouldn't I wait for you? That'd be a brilliant ad, dude. Put it up on your website. Go, I'm here. You know, I challenge about once a quarter, I get in this conversation with people. I want a PT to do a website that when you get there, the only thing it says is our time is your time, right? All that matters is your voice. All that matters is you. And by the way, it's a physical therapy. Well, who are you helping? People who value their time, value this and that, right? Right? Right, Because everybody, man, I ran into a website the other day that had so much info on it, they had to go down to 11-point font or like 10-point font. I was like, this is (laughs) insane because they were describing all the products and services. And I got on a phone call and I'm like, who are you guys serving? Right? Right. And they hem and haw about who they're serving. But if you know your, your, your best customer is someone who waited, then I would just go straight at it. Hey, you've yeah. wait, and then run an ad. You've waited long enough for you've yeah. waited long enough for your solution, for your mm-hmm. out, for your desired outcome. Right? You've waited right. long enough. Yeah, and uh, that's oh, a little frozen there. Yeah, there you go. Um, and that's my, my wife again. She's a sex and relationship therapist on Instagram at Sexual Healing Doc. Um, so we very much bonded early in our relationship over the fact that. If we can get to people earlier on, uh, that would be ideal. But again, especially with relationships, people tend to go to her when they're in crisis and they're on the verge of divorce or separation instead of saying, oh, we're in our first year of marriage. Like, can you give us some tools to be, be healthy? You're the expert on this. And so it's, it's changing the, the conversation there and changing the marketing. But uh, again, just be, it being the, 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 the human brain of saying, yeah, again, like it's going to cost me $3,000 later. Or it's going to cost me $1,000 now to do a few sessions with Dr. Maha. Um, it, it's just changing that conversation. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely uh, interesting well, and stuff don't there. For, that don't, I think- don't forget, you're going to put people, if you run an ad said, I'll wait, you're going to get people's attention mm-hmm. of going, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I haven't done any of these things, right? Wait a minute. Right. I'm going to end up blowing all my time, money, and energy. I'm going to call Dr. Bo today, right? And they will be the right fit for you. Because- right. It's not you do well with people who have waited and done all the other things. I would argue it's bigger. It's you you will do best with people who understand those aren't the solution, dude. So yeah. if you yeah. use the testimonials and the verbiage that way, then you'll save people. You will find the right fit of people who go, man, I'm glad I didn't waste all that time, money, and energy. Right? But your right. pitch is, I'll wait because everybody I'm successful with has gone through all this stuff. So why would you, you can run an ad, why would you go through these? And you can bullet point them. Why would you spend this much money, this much time, this much energy? We had, we had a little 30-second gap there, I think. Jesus Christ <laughs> um, Sorry, that's probably on my end again. But um, what, it's all right. What I was going to say, if, if we're coming in clear now, uh, is similar concept to that, I guess, is I've been shifting to this language of, invest in your body's 401k. And, and again, it's, it's, yeah, who's people who kind of get that concept of, you know, anyone who's putting money away for when they're 65, you know, why? And when people ask me why I work out now, I'm like, so that 90 year old bow can be fitter and can do the things that, you know, other 90 year olds can't do. Uh, I want to fight kind of that, that aging process. So it's, it's changing the language for sure. And, and, but it's ultimately understanding that people who value that they're like, okay, I get it. And at the same time, I want to look good in a, in a bikini this year. I'm like, well, you know, there's the reality of it. And here's, here's how we're going to do it. And understanding that that's the process. And to your point earlier of the process, what are the expectations? You know, again, how do I lose 10 pounds fast? Cool. Cut off your arm. That's the fastest way. Um, but here's how we're actually going to do it. And here's the healthy way to do it. And again, my goal is, uh, as you know, another cliche saying in PT marketing, so to speak, is for, to put myself out of business of, 
I want to teach you the tools that over the course of six months or a year, um, you no longer need me. And, you know, if, if you do have a, a, some kind of traumatic injury, great, you know, I'll be here for that. But um, otherwise, like you should know all the self maintenance you need, uh, you know, months from now. And, and I'm here to, to assist you any way I can. But that's kind of uh, the big long and short of it. The, the sleazy car salesman sales pitch, if you will. Of, no, you know, no, no, no. That's just your sales <laughs> pitch, dude. Hey, yeah. by the way, you gave me another idea because, because again, don't lose focus. The person you do best with has put stuff off. So that 401k mm -hmm. analogy you used would have to be someone who puts off investing and you should put right. two diagrams together and you just say someone who started putting money in their $40 in their 401k five years ago versus someone who doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. Versus someone who walks up with $5,000 today still doesn't have as much money as this person. So it's right. why would you wait? Again, we're yep. back to why would you wait? So you're mm -hmm. working on, hey, I work with people who wait all the time. They spend tens of thousands of dollars, thousands of hours, tons of energy on the wrong solution. Why would you wait? Right? So we're back to that. And that, that 401k analogy is the best because man, when I see those numbers, if you put $40 away a month, you know, 15 years ago, it would be this much money today. Right. Compounding so interest. It, right. Compounding <laughs> interest. And even, and then they say, even if you started to play catch up, like in year two, you can't catch up. Right. So it's yeah. so, inter so again, why would you wait? Right. $40 today, right. The money you invest today yeah. will be the greatest ROI. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, again, I think the PT profession, I'll, I'll criticize us again of, of saying, uh, I've seen a few of these out there of, again, PT first, you're going to save on MR, the cost of MRIs, the cost of, you know, uh, consults and this and that. And if you come see a PT, we can get you moving. And that's the APTA, American Physical Therapy Associations. Uh, and, you know, I've, I've seen you be, let's say, a little critical of them on, on the Twitters and and things well, yeah, like that. But not of, that. Of I, like to get P I like to get PT first. We just come at it from the wrong way, yeah. right? We come at it from right. a prevention. And, and yeah, yeah, and and it, it is at, again public knowledge and a, a sad thing on that real quick is uh, I went I did an evidence in motion webinar uh, toward the end of uh, or the beginning of, of lockdown and they they had a study that showed that uh, you know physical therapists are like fourth or fifth on the providers who you would go see if you had back pain. Uh, behind again, like your physician, your chiropractor, massage therapy, acupuncture, and then all the way at the bottom was physical therapy. So unfortunately, again, public perception is, is what we're talking about here on a big picture. But now it comes down to cash-based practices, PTs that we're kind of in this circle, I guess, uh, of saying, can we put out better messaging? Can we yeah, get correct. people to understand these <clears throat> concepts? Can we get to more people? Yeah. Yep, that, that's exactly it. There, there is no there is no physical therapy product, right? We have to sell ourselves as the experts who can help people stay active, right, and healthy. And again, whether it's back pain, whether it's weight, whether it's exercise, wh whatever it is, right, that we are the go-tos um, and, you know, whatever, that help you get back to enlist all these things, man. Right, right. Yeah, there's the opioid epidemic, which again, we're like, hey, we can help with that too. And, and you know, it becomes this uh, weird messaging marketing thing, I think, that, again, unfortunately... Well, and it confuses uh, people. It, it confuses people, for sure. And, and again, not understanding direct access, that people can go see their PT without going to see their physician, that, again, if you're going outside of insurance, it's, it's again, going to save you time, energy, money when you look at the math on everything. And, unfortunately, there are a few good infographics out there, good, good memes, if you will, on, again, like get PT first kind of concept. Um, and so practices are starting to do that. And at the end of the day, it is coming down to you, having some kind of presence, I think, and somebody being like, oh, I've been following Bo for, and this is, again, what I get, get a lot of college roommates of mine that have been following me since, uh, you know, 2005 and just following my journey. And finally, you know, whatever it is, 17 years later being like, hey, Bo, like, I'm ready to give you some money to help me. Uh, you know, achieve my goals of, and I'm seeing it's, it's a struggle, uh, you know, now, but it, it is that consistency of just continuing to provide value. And, and uh, I think that's the biggest, biggest thing, but let's come back to your three things of, you know, who are you going to serve, right? One. What are you going to serve gonna them one? with? You froze again. 
What do you, that's why I stopped talking. What are you going to serve them good? with? There we go. There, oh, no. <laughs> Lord have mercy. What are we going to serve them with? What are you going to serve them with? And then what does their life cycle look within your business practice? The li- yeah, the life company. cycle. The life cycle within your company. And, and yeah, and pr- laying that process out um, and having people see what that looks like. And again, setting those expectations and saying, okay, I'm willing. That's when a lot of folks are like, okay, I'm ready. I'm either ready to pay for that or I'm not. And, and again, I know other uh, clinicians who kind of start their conversations in some way of being like, hey, Jerry, are you a decisive person? Right? Yes. I'm re- You know, like, are you struggling with X, Y, Z? Yes. Okay. Here's my price. I got to think about it or I got to talk to my wife about it. Um, it's like, well, you said you were decisive. You said you have this issue. I'm offering you this laid out plan. I understand finances are, are considerations, but, and, and at the end of the day, like, cool, whenever you're ready, like I'll be here. My price is not going to change, but you know, might even go up, uh, due to demand, blah, blah, blahs. But that at the end of the day, uh, that's the, the offering or where we as clinicians well, have to make kinda, sure don't forget. Know, and this is where we dove into the weeds, <clears throat> which is fine with me, but this is where we dove into the weeds. That process before you get to price has to be about selling the quality that you can deliver so that they can make a value decision, right? So the longest part of any new patient phone call has to be getting their wants and expectations and then selling them on what they will get for their time, money, and energy with you, right? So if you aren't burning your energy, figuring out what they want, what they expect, and making sure they understand what they will get for their time, money, and energy, then you're going to have a hard road ahead. And that's for anybody. Yeah. Yeah, you went a little in and out there, but I think your general sentiment came across. <laughs> that, uh, and, and again, I do apologize, and I'm going to make sure I never cross schedule. This is the first time in 35 episodes that no, uh, we've good. had the, you, you, you oh, lucked that's out good. on that one. I, I don't mind being the, uh, the experiment on that. Yeah, again, uh, and we, we had a shipment that was coming, that was supposed to come right at this time of uh, a dresser, and they actually did come a little earlier, and turned out it wouldn't even... Another story. Anyway, uh, I, I think, unfortunately, the, the, the quality is getting a little crazy with the internet, so maybe we'll wrap it up a little bit. Um, any, any closing thoughts on, on everything, Jerry? Yeah, I, you know, again, back to the point of this whole thing of improving, you know, a little bit every day, the way to improve every day and see yourself moving forward is to have that, have that process in place that you can put together. And again, if you're going, if you see the process again, building systems for your business is like step five in this whole thing. I just Mm -hmm. told you the first three, but if you do those first three, you will be further along and you will see progress. Right. And you won't be burning all your time, money and energy and you'll save a lot of time on the marketing, on the sales. Right. And then retention will happen. Retention will. Again, the best way to get people to stay is make sure you're putting the right people in. That means I identified the right people to put on the schedule. All the all the business metrics all tie back to making sure I'm getting the right people calling my office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Everybody just tries to get everybody. They cram the top of the funnel and it just creates chaos. Right. Right. Uh, as, as a quick side note, I'm actually going to be running one of my first Facebook ads for the Colorado Boulder area here. Um, and yeah, it, I'm going through the process with, uh, and kind of being led by Will Boyd, uh, who I know, I know you're familiar with. Yes. Uh, who's probably one of the best to do digital marketing type stuff out there, uh, especially in the PT space. So yeah, narrowing it down to, again, who am I looking for? People who are ready for this message of, uh, you know, are, are we ready to save some money? Are we ready to finally deal with the root cause? Yeah, and that kind of language. And, and again, I know I'm going to get more out of it, like you're saying. And those are the people who it's going to be a much easier love connected will on a good first date kind of thing of of saying yeah we get along and and we're ready to our values align and our energies are going to flow the right way which boulder is a little bit of the energy capital ish of the oh world. yeah dude i love boulder <laughs> i've never been my wife spent some time there and she said yeah it is so it is so much whether it's socal or whatever man and it's berkeley all wound up into one 
Yeah, yeah. There's some interesting stuff. I've been networking with a few people out here, and it's been uh, it's been a fun journey. I'm excited cool. to meet even more folks and all that. But uh, yeah, let's let's uh, wrap it up here, I guess. Uh, with hopefully the internet holds it up there. And again, I'll blame my wife for for the scheduling thing. I think that's the best thing. We just won't tell her, dude. No, she won't. She won't make it through on this episode. She never listens to my stuff. It's fine. Good. Um, <laughs> so um, tell people where. Uh, if they want to work with you, if they just want to check out your content, best places to find you, Jerry Durham, Durham, Bill Durham. Yeah, believe it or not, everything is Jerry Durham, PT. PT. So, yeah, put a PT Add on the, the PT end PT and you on, will find me. Yep. So on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all that, Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah. All of Jerry it. Durham, PT. <laughs> client experience. Look for client experience company on LinkedIn. There seems to be an old account for some reason. I don't hmm. know exactly what it is. I'm sure they'll find you, and if they have trouble, they can leave a comment either in the YouTube, Facebook here, and I'll I'll happy to any of those. With you guys. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, really appreciate you being here, and uh, we will we will do some whiskey talking maybe offline here, but uh, we're gonna end the broadcast. There and it I is, right in. back there, dude. There it is. Nice. Yeah, I put him in touch with one of my best buddies, David Tao of Barbend uh, from Kentucky, and they've been nerding out on Twitter every time there's any kind of bourbon talk. Um, these guys enjoy that. So if you guys are into Rage Against the Machine, bourbon, any of that stuff, follow this man on Twitter where he posts about uh, more than the previous president ever did. Um, <laughs> yeah, Trump's a lightweight dude when it comes to tweeting. <laughs> prolific tweeter we can say so we're gonna sign off guys have an awesome day get one percent better don't forget about the process and those three steps last time i'm gonna sum it up who are you gonna serve what is the service you will deliver and map out the journey of your business and the life cycle of your clients so love those messages love those takeaways if you guys made it this far we love you the most ending <laughs>